Welcome to the 3-in-1 podcast. I'm Bryce Beeman alongside Andy Olson in Illinois with their first Big Ten game of the new year, but their third one overall against Northwestern on the road in Evanston, not Chicago, as Andy made sure to point out on Twitter. But Andy Olson, you were there at the game. I guess, you know, obviously huge upset here. I think a lot of people thought Illinois was going to come along with the win 60 to 73 Northwestern. What are your thoughts on how this game played out and just what are your overall thoughts on this game so far? Yeah, I mean, this uh it's Illinois has just owned this series so much in the past uh 4 years. They've won eight straight in the series, three straight here in Evanston, not Chicago. Like you said, they wore the Chicago themed uniforms tonight. But don't be fooled. Northwestern is not in Chicago. It's it's in Evanston. Uh, but they were playing a lot better than the uh, team in the orange and blue. Uh, Illinois, as we've discussed to, to no end over the past month, I, I think Derek Piper and I were talking on the pregame show. Texas was the last really good performance that Illinois had. And tonight, once again, we saw a team that was inconsistent. That was not able to fight through the adversity that comes in every basketball game and just flat out like gave up at points. You know, they're they're the offensive decision-making I think is what we have all zeroed in on as being the most frustrating part about watching this Illini team. The defense has been really good. They hold, they held Northwestern to 32% from the field today. Like that is a really good performance yet still, allowed 73 points to the Wildcats because they allowed them to shoot 40 free throws. They fouled Northwestern. So they got 40 free throws. They made 32 of them. That's 32 points that they did not score on the floor. Just an abysmal performance in those aspects. And then turnovers, they had 15 of them again as a team. Uh, And you know what? It's technically an improvement. It's not 18 turnovers like we're used to seeing with this team. But just so frustrating, Bryce, I feel like on so many levels watching this team because you know they have the talent to be more than what they are. It's just about getting everything to gel. And that has been that was the big question coming into the season. So many new faces. When would it all gel? And here we are in January, and it still hasn't happened yet. And now you start to wonder if it will happen. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, we haven't seen Illinois really come out and play well since Texas. You know, I th- I totally agree with that. And like you mentioned, I mean, they're still having so many turnovers, Andy. And as well, I guess just also, what are your thoughts on the shooting? I know they were only 8 for 28 from the 3 and 23 for 58 from the field, which is statistic-wise only 39.7% from the field and 28.6% from the three-point. I mean, I, I kind of only got to hear some parts of Brad Underwood's post game, but I know he's mentioned that they're still good shooters, but I feel like maybe they're just not getting those great shots out. You know, a lot of fadeaway shots, really far away shots. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, he definitely, uh, Brad Underwood in the post game press conference was very critical of their shot selection. Uh, he described that when they are coming out of a timeout and there is a called play that Illinois, the Illini, are able to do really, really well and execute that play well. But it's when they get into the rhythm and the flow of a game that's going back and forth, back and down, up and down the court, 
that's when the Illini start to struggle. And Brad Underwood did not have uh, an explanation for that in the postgame press conference. He said he's still trying to figure out why that is, just like everybody else. Uh, but it rings 100% true because to begin the game, Illinois, they have a game plan. It, it seems to be going well. They're doing well. Uh, it was tied at three different points in that first half before Northwestern took a little lead into halftime. And when you see them then get into those points where it's a free-flowing game, it's going up and down the courts, uh, I'm not saying guys are selfish because they're not. There are, are guys on this team that are, are very willing to give up the ball, but they just aren't able to find the correct shot to give them the highest percentage chance to make it, like fadeaway shots, uh, just settling for threes instead of driving into the lane. Um, not looking down low to when, when Dane is on the floor so that he can use his size to overpower uh, the, the other team. And Illinois had that size advantage today, and I'm surprised it didn't go to Dane more often. Uh, he ends up in this one with just nine points. Um, so, Bryce, it, it was just frustrating when, you know, and Brad Underwood called it perfectly, just seeing that just – no plan on the offensive side of the ball when, you know, you're used to seeing these Brown Underwood coach teams um, look competent in that area. And it just hasn't been the case so far with this team yet. And, you know, you mentioned, I, I also noticed that Dane came in as a starter this game. I thought, you know, they played um, last game and he was able to get the start, but not as competitive of a team, obviously, as Northwestern with Bethune-Cookman. But, what are your thoughts? I feel like they really didn't get him the ball much. I think he had a couple dunks, but, you know, I didn't think he got the ball much. You know, Dane with nine points, like you said, four from six. But I thought Matthew Meyer, obviously, he led the team with 17 points, but no one really stood out to me with their play today, Andy. And another person I was thinking about today was Taryn Shannon Jr. and just how we really haven't seen him really be that player that everyone thought he was going to be when he played against UCLA. And I'm just kind of curious, what are maybe your thoughts on just maybe the starting lineup, just, you know, people I've just mentioned, I guess, what are your thoughts on like what you saw today? Yeah. To start with Terrence, uh, he's just kind of been in a funk here recently and he uh, didn't admit as much, but talked through a little bit of that with us after the game um, talking about when asked specifically, like what, what's different right now. He said he still has the same mindset, but he just, he, he said he wants to work on his aggressiveness uh, and just going at the basket and not passing up shots as much. Cause he's a guy like Coleman who is very eager to get the ball moving and to uh, other guys involved. But Illinois is at the point where the, they're the guys that need to be taking those shots. And if Shannon can get back to that point, he, he really struggled tonight. Only had eight shots on the night, uh, fouled out in this one uh, later on, only had nine points. Uh, Matthew Meyer, Hawkins, and uh, Jaden Epps all had more shots than Shannon on the night. I feel like that should never happen. It feels like Taryn should be the guy that's always taken the most shots or second most shots on this team night in. And night out. As far as the starting lineup, uh, it's the same one that we saw against Bethune Cookman. That's Sincere Harris in there for Sky Clark, Dane Danger in there for RJ Melendez. Love the move to get Dane in there. I know Brad liked having him come off the bench, uh, but just seeing in these two games what he brings just immediately in that starting lineup. Love what I see. Sincere, we didn't really get to see 
as much in this game uh, with before Illinois even had a possession. He had already picked up two fouls to begin the game in the first 30 seconds or so. Uh, so he immediately missed the rest of the first half at that point. So it's almost as if Sky Clark had started in this game. Uh, he's back after that left shoulder injury against Bethune-Cookman. Um, so sincere, it's still a, you know, wait and see something from him in that starting lineup. I don't know if they go back to him in the starting lineup against Wisconsin. You would think that even with those fouls, Brad didn't really get to see what it would like to have him in the starting lineup again. So maybe he would try it again. Um, but uh, I think that's also something they missed that he only plays nine minutes because even when he comes back in the second half, Bryce, he picks up fouls really quickly again and he's back to the bench. He, had, he picked up his fourth foul and hadn't even played six minutes yet. So limiting those kinds of fouls and getting and playing clean basketball again, uh, Illinois has got to find a way to do it because starting 0-3 in conference, you're starting to wonder where is this season going at this point? I was going to say the fouls were just insane, I thought. I was just watching and I, um, on the TV you know, here at the station. I was like, one of those things where you're like, what are you doing? What is happening? It's bad. Yeah. It's just bad. Um, but, you know, we mentioned they're 0-3 now to start conference. Uh, not a great start. Not where you want to be to start your conference off. I guess just, you know, they're headed to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's ranked top 25 team. What are your thoughts on just what that's going to be like? And I guess, you know, if Illinois continues to play the way they're playing, what do you see from this team? Terrence gave a guarantee that they were going to knock him off. He didn't use the word guarantee. His exact quote was, we got to beat them. We're going to knock them off uh, to end his uh, availability with uh, us after the game. Uh, so Illinois does not lack confidence at this point, even if the fan base and everyone is. Uh, they just need to find that right rhythm because, you know, we keep saying they have talent. That all of those players on this team are good. They just haven't been able to find a way to play together yet. Will that happen this season? We have no idea at this point. If you asked me at the beginning of the season when that would happen, uh, I probably would have given you a guess like probably by December, mid-December at the latest. But like I said earlier, here we are in January and it's still just not working yet. So being able to crack that code and get all these guys working together. And when it happens, it'll happen quick. It, it, we won't be expecting it. Am I expecting it to happen against Wisconsin? Definitely not. Uh, the, the Badgers are really good this year, just like they were last year, even without Johnny Davis. Um, it's I just don't know where Illinois goes at this point. They're completely unpredictable night in and night out. They have the talent to beat someone like the Badgers. You just don't know what team is going to show up, Bryce. And it just makes it impossible to, to look at this Illinois team in the upcoming schedule and even try to predict or uh, prepare for what's going to happen because it just, this team is so inconsistent. It, it's impossible to tell at this point. So, and, and you know what? That adds a level of intrigue to the Wisconsin game. Almost instead of just, they're not a bad basketball team. They're just an inconsistent basketball team. You don't know what you're going to get when uh, Saturday rolls around. You make a great point. And just the fact that I think Illinois, every time they've played, a ranked team they've played really well if they haven't won so I always I think yeah. that's really interesting too it's like they rise to the occasion a little bit I don't know what they need to do to do that for every game if they think they can slack off I don't know their mentality going into these games but I, I do think that's interesting so I'm curious you know what their mentality is heading into Wisconsin 
But Andy, I guess just final thoughts overall. Actually, before we say final thoughts, I want to hear just overall, you know, what did you think of what Brad Underwood had to say post game and just kind of the players, like you said, Terrence talking about how they're just still confident they're going to, you know, beat Wisconsin on the road. I guess what are your thoughts on just kind of how they reacted post game? Uh, there wasn't any woe is me, which was, um, I would say, refreshing and at, at the very least. Um, you know, it's so easy for these teams to get down, and they're certainly down. They're not happy with the loss whatsoever. Uh, Brad Underwood taking a, a lot of the blame for what is happening right now with the team. Um, and it's very interesting as well to see how Brad is now going to move forward and try and get this team out of this spiral. Uh, Cause it can't be just the same thing after every game. Like we know we're good. We didn't play well. Uh, you know, that runs out eventually, you know, eventually you need to start playing well. Um, so the team has the right mindset, but on the court, the mindset's completely wrong. We've talked about all of the different reasons for that. So taking that mindset that they have, off the court and getting it on the court is what needs to happen. How do you think it would be as easy as just saying, I don't know how you go ahead and do that now. That's what's been so difficult for the coaching staff. We'll see. I don't know how this team gets it turned around. If they get it turned around, everything is up in the air at this moment, Bryce, but uh, mentally they know what's wrong. It's just, you don't know if they can get it fixed with the way that they've been playing. And Andy, well, coming from Andy Olson here, I guess just if you have any final thoughts on the season, I feel like that was kind of a final thought there, but if you have, <laughs> if you have anything else to add before we wrap up, now is your time to go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I hope that Northwestern retires the Chicago-themed uniforms because that is as bad as any kid from the Chicagoland area when they're anywhere else telling people that they're from Chicago. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. It's really not even really that close to the city, honestly. Evanston's like a 15, 20-minute drive, I feel like, out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, is it touching the border? Yes. But are you even, like, it takes you forever to get anywhere from Evanston to the city. It's just, you just they need to cut it out. Someone needs to tell him to cut it out. The Chicago kid, Andy, you tweeted it. So if everyone go check out Andy, Andy's tweet there. Um, all right. For Andy Olson, I'm Bryce Beeman. Illinois will now head to Wisconsin. Like we said, they're actually head home, excuse me, to, uh, to play Wisconsin. I can't speak right now, but they're going to be home to play Wisconsin. Then they'll be at Nebraska January 10th, head to Michigan. Oh my gosh, Andy. I'm sorry. I can't speak. It's midnight. <laughs> yes, it is. Michigan State. They're back and forth. I was thinking they would be on the road against Wisconsin. I don't know why. I think I said that earlier, but I meant at home. So I'm losing my mind here, Andy. So I think we should wrap up this podcast. But for Andy Olson, I'm Bryce Beeman. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back uh, for the next game. And also be sure to tune in to our website. Uh, we'll try to have all our updates as well. We weren't able to stream the post game. So if you guys are curious about our streaming, it has gone down. So we normally will be streaming the post game and pregame, but we got to get our technical difficulties figured out. But for Andy Olson, I'm Bryce Cement. Thanks.